it's like all about like money and investing and it's Mom, all good remember the stuff you like yeah it's just boring sh- we've got the most boring episode ever coming mm-hmm. up This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 62 of The Real Word. Word is up. Yeah, you, I mean, I know you're not excited about this <laughs> show, this episode, but at least pretend for um, our faithful Real Word listeners or uh, viewers, whichever you may be. I'm here. All right. Nicole's, Nicole's not thrilled because this is a lot to do of like, CEO, financial, public traded companies, their decisions. But this is big news in the industry, so we've got to cover it. Of course, I hear you. I think that it's all really great big news. I just, yeah. A lot of agents, you know, commenting on Facebook and Instagram, all these different places, Twitter. Okay. Are you jumping into those feeds? Nope. No. All right. Nope. Well, we're still going to get Nicole's two cents. I'm super pumped about it. Let's get right into racket number one. Zillow fires Spencer Raskoff, the CEO for the last 14 years of Zillow. They replace him with one of the co-founders, Rich Barton. And uh, let's get let's give a little bit of Rich's background. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who was a venture partner at Benchmark, a VC firm, and has been an early stage investor in companies like Netflix, Instagram, WeWork, of course, Zillow. This is after he left uh, Microsoft and started Expedia, and he was the CEO there for about three or four years, which obviously we know how Expedia changed the travel game. For sure. Uh, when they founded Zillow, their ga- their thought was, okay, let's make the real estate purchase easier for consumers. Mm-hmm. They feel like they've accomplished that to some degree, mm-hmm. but they continue to use a very specific word. When every article you, you pull up, you can find um, Zillow using this word that they are at a point of what was it in infliction nest? Well, I don't even remember the word. It was I know. In my head. You had to Google it and look I, it I up. I did Google it. Here's the word. They're at an inflection point. Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look up the definition, a point of a curve at which change in the direction of curvature occurs. So there is mat. So this is their own words. Mm-hmm. We are at an inflection point. And big change is certainly coming. We've got a few well, we've articles. We've been talking about that for like months. Ever. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this is the first real sign that Zillow's like, yeah, there is huge change. We're well, they're listening. Only, they they yeah. were listening. And and so we're going to link up a couple of different articles. If you're watching in YouTube, just go to the description. You'll find these links. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, lo- I'm looking at an article right now from Market Watch. Zillow is betting big on flipping houses and investors seem to like it. So when the news broke last week, Spencer Raskoff out as CEO, the stock initially after hours on, I think it was Thursday, mm-hmm. went down 8%. Mm-hmm. But then when they released um, their projections that the their iBuyer uh, platform, the Zillow's offer service, mm-hmm is going to bring in billions and billions of revenue. Then the stock started jacking up and it actually had its best trading day ever Mm -hmm. at over 20% Mm -hmm. in gains on Friday. Now keep in mind, 
Zillow over the last 12 months went down 25%. So something had to happen. You can go back. I don't know. Suave doesn't have enough time this week. I think at least 10 episodes. You can go back on so many episodes where I have screamed. By Zillow. Well, I've screamed by Zillow when they went down because I said they're going to go back up. But I've also said this. If Zillow, and remember the last 12 months, their stock has gone down considerably, 25%. I have said so many times. If Zillow stock gets low enough, they will make dramatic changes. How many times did I say that? Well, there was you also can that yeah, over and over again. There was also an episode that I think we talked about the fact that we knew Zillow was going through a change because they were running in the red. They were, run- I mean, they've been running in the red. Well, they've been doing that forever, yeah. Well, no, but I'm just saying, and and now they're, I mean, and he even Barton even says like there's going to be lots of money being invested in this iBuyer thing. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's something that they're committed to doing. So I mean, again, that's. Th- th- things were brewing in the background. Things Zillow were brewing Group, in the background for sure. Zillow Group Incorporated believes Uberized consumers want to instantly buy and sell homes on their phones. So it is making an even bigger bet on real estate buying despite projections that carry a lot of risk. This is a racket. They don't have enough data at this point to say that consumers want to instantly buy and sell homes on their phone. That's a complete racket. You guys need to understand that. What's not a racket is that they're generating a ton of leads that they can go now and charge Nicole White and Agent A and B and every other agent out there to hand these leads off because... As a listing lead, because they've only been able to generate buyer leads up to this point. I mean, everybody says it. Uh, Redfin says, most people don't take the offer that we give them. Yep. You know, like a lot of people aren't taking these offers. So for Zillow to say that more people are going to want to buy and sell instantly on their phone. Mm-hmm. The data does not show that. You can, I mean, it just doesn't. What it does tell me is that they believe their revenue from agents is going to come from this side, the listing side, more than it has the last 14 years in mm-hmm. Spencer's run where it's been to generate buyer leads. Right. right? That's all they've done. That's all they've pretty much done is generated buyer leads. So to me, it's still going to be another example of what we talk about all the time. More commission compression. They're going to continue to take a chunk out of this commission pie in real estate, but they're going to do it on the listing side now. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't believe that there is an overwhelming, and the numbers don't show it, right? The numbers don't show it. An overwhelming amount of people that are ready to fully automate this process. Furthermore, like you can go and look, and we're going to get into it in racket number two, Mm -hmm. like how much less you have to take to be able to instantly sell your house. Right. Like you have to take a lot less money to, to sell your house this way. Right. I think that I think that that's really where the the positive is. You know, maybe your parents passed and you need to get, and you just want to get rid of the house or you're going through a divorce and you just want to get I mean, I think there's so many situations where maybe this is a benefit. And in all honesty, if you're talking about all of America, I mean, it it they there may just be enough opportunity for them. I mean, even if they're just buying bank-owned properties, like they could be sort of gobbling up those bank-owned properties because they're seeing investors making money off of them I mean there's certain it's just it'll be interesting to see and it's interesting too because obviously all of our topics are very closely related because they all sort of have different well, sort this, of is what's, this is what's happening in this different rackets this I buyer thing is you know a huge deal do I think that I buyer um, platforms and 
services are going away? Absolutely not. No, I think if anything, we'll see them more and more, especially when people start realizing that they're incredible lead generators. I mean, and it's a percentage of the market. I'll have to swap. I will have to send you this and maybe you can pop it up. Tom Ferry did uh, a video recently where he says, hey, right now, iBuyers have this percentage of the market. It's a really small piece of the pie. He goes, well, in 5, 10, 15, whatever it is, whatever he said, five years, it could look like this. Like that piece of pie could go like this, right? And who are they squeezing out? They're, sque they're squeezing out some agents. They're gonna, it's going to squeeze out some of these uh, house flippers or, mm -hmm. or we buy home so, uh, on the telephone poles, like those types of <laughs> businesses, right? Like yeah. that's where it's not going to take everything. It's not 100% no. of the market. Right. But it is going to take a bigger piece than it has today, and that's what Zillow is betting on: is is that uh, piece of the pie expanding, and they want to get it before Open Door does, or or name whoever, right? Right. Yep. Nicole. Yeah. Are you all right? We're good. Nicole, all right. Take it. Take her. Uh, I'm take her temperature. I'm agreeing with you here. So is it a racket? Do you think one? Do you I, think it's a racket um, that they got rid of Spencer? No, I mean, I, I, I again, I think that they're needed to. Well, he's not going. He's not going away. I mean, he's still very much part of the. He's fine. He's going to do fine. He's part of the Zillow group still. Um, something had to happen. Something had to change. Um, if not, uh, uh, something had to. Something had to give. There was. There were so many things happening in 2018. Um, they went through a lot. Yeah, with pissing off agents, yeah. you know, getting rid of leads, saying they don't need leads. There were lots of things that they tried to implement or wanted to implement. It wasn't working. Yeah, the mortgage program. But in again, 18. they're yeah, they're but they're not dumb. I mean, they saw it and they and they pulled the trigger rather quickly. If, I mean, if nothing else, changing the CEO and saying, "Hey, we're expecting billions out of this," it the jack helped the stock up twenty percent. <laughs> so for that day, they're looking good. They're feeling right. good about it. So it'll be. I'm interested to see how it all how it all continues for Zillow. Yeah, it, I mean, it's one thing I will say is it's going going to continue, unlike maybe racket number three, where we talk about another company which I don't think has uh, as much time to continue their right. journey as mm -hmm. as Zillow did mm -hmm. or does. All right, racket number two, and this this what a great segue. It See, this is why I'm so pumped about this show, so Nicole. So pumped, it's so great. The We're piggybacking it right there. Yep. Uh, agents or will agents be the real winners in the I buyer game? Is that a racket? I do not believe that that's a racket. Why do you think it's a racket? No, I'm not. I don't think you. it's a racket at all. Again, like we said in the first one, I mean, it's really gonna this I buyer thing is gonna be an incredible um, lead source. I think it'll also help agents be able to continue to show their value as well, um, especially if these I buyers are sort of offering them, you know. One dollar, and and you can show them the value of you know listing with them, and they'll get five dollars for their home. Um, obviously, I'm using really small numbers here, but so I, I do. I think that I think it could it it could like flip. You know, it could like help it, the agents for for sure, absolutely. Especially if the as long as these these sellers aren't in um, like freaks like like. I need to sell. Yeah, if you need to sell weeks. quick, I think yeah. this is an option for somebody that needs right. to sell quick. So as long as the seller has has the time and um, is is allowing them the opportunity to sort of investigate yeah. a little bit more. So 100%. I'm gonna urge you to go ahead and go to YouTube. Obviously, throw us a like, a thumbs up. We did get all those thumbs down. Well, we you told you told you told um, them too. Does that hurt you somehow? I don't know, but is there some but subscribe to the there? channel anyways while you're there. But go into the description, grab this article, Bernice Ross on Inman. 
Dot-com does a phenomenal job of breaking this down. I, I really think she, you know, just a great job. It goes into some, um, and this is, and she takes from Forbes here and, and breaks down a scenario. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go over it really quick. If you purchase your home for 400000 20% down, you showed up with $80,000 of your own money, which is also your equity at the time of purchase. Of course. If the home value rem- remains the same, mm-hmm. right, over mm-hmm. time, 400000 mm-hmm. which Connecticut people can relate to that mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, an iBuyer, whether it's the Zillow Instant Offers we talked about in racket number mm-hmm. one or, mm-hmm. or whoever, offers you 380000 for your home, which is a 5% discount of fair value, you will lose that $20,000 to have a quick sale mm-hmm. plus pay 5% commission an additional 19,000. So you're in for 39,000. Mm-hmm. This is a higher transaction cost compared to selling on the open market for 400,000. Same mm-hmm. number, right? right? It's worth the 400,000 because say you pay 6%, you're going to pay 24,000 on the four mm-hmm. where you paid 39 before $15,000 when somebody's selling their home is a lot of money. Certainly when the home value didn't change and you're taking a loss right. either way. Right. Right. So do you, are you willing and 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 she I think brought it up at five percent. So at five percent, it's literally twenty thousand compared to forty thousand. Mm-hmm. So you'd be giving up close to fifty percent of your equity mm-hmm. for the convenience of a quicker sale. I can promise you right now that's not going to be for a hundred percent of the market. Never, ever, ever, ever. Right? There are going to be people that don't want the convenience sale. They want more of the money. On the flip side. You see it all the time, right? Nicole works with a lot of investors that, you know, they buy homes from people that need a quick sale. Maybe it's three, four, five family members and they were left a house and they all live in different states and they yeah. just like. Or there's like a roof leaking or, or or even just even just I got a call the other day. Someone wanted to list a house, but their septic had failed. They're like, can we put it on the market? I was like, mm. Mm. I mean, you're better off getting like a, like a small loan to put the septic in so that you're not because then all that can buy it are people that can pay for cash. And then, I mean, at that point, you're then just driving your price down because maybe your house is perfect, but you don't have a septic. You can't finance that. And oh, by the way, the iBuyer program sounds great up front, but if they've got to come in and replace that septic, guess who pays the fee? Who The fees get passed down right. to somebody, right? Through the discount or just through this is what we're charging. Now when we sell it, you're going to incur these fees. Right. Right. Well, they have to because, because I, I mean, where is Zillow making their money then? So Bernice goes on to say when consumers are informed, and this is what we're talking about, what are the total fees in this iBuyer platform? When consumers are informed, traditional agents usually win 100%. Certainly, if you are looking to get the most money for your house. Or have the time to at least try to sell the house in a traditional way. We talked about it on last week's show. You should go check it out. Um, How bad those open open door and offer pad Yelp reviews like three star and they're getting buried. Like Mm -hmm. people are not having a great experience. The Redfin uh, CEO, Glenn Kelman says most customers who get a Redfin now offer do not take it, which is why I called racket on Zillow saying that customers want to do this. They're not typically taking these offers. They're much lower than they can get on the open market. But wow, they have a lead now that they can sell to an agent for this was super money. This part here, if you're an agent, how to compete against iBuyers, you've got to go and read this. 
This is really interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll give you a 30 day window um, as the as the homeowner to take their offer. Or not. Right. So you got 30 days to take it. So you can sit on that for 30 days. You could go hire an agent on a 20 day night, uh, 20 day listing, 29 day listing. Would you do that? Would you, would you take a 29 day listing? I would. And yeah. here's what I would do if I was an agent. Hmm. Now we don't take 20. I was going to say, wow. Right? I hope our agents hear this. Yeah, no, no, no. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't take 29 day listings, but I would take it in the scenario of, Hey, I know you've got this offer. That's fine. I'm going to go ahead and do a 29 day listing, right? And if you decide to go take that offer, all you're going to owe me is blah, 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 blah. Like the photo fee, and, like all that right? stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show them a fee. It'll be all a cart. Like we can do this, this, and this. If you go ahead and decide to take that offer, boom, you're going to owe me, we're talking hundreds of dollars. Right. For these bare minimum things that, that we're going to go out and do in the 29-day listing. But that's such a small investment for you know in in the uh, scenario before where you could get another twenty thousand dollars for your home right so you've got to be able to sit down and show people the difference between the market value and what they're being offered and how you can get them to there right right and mm -hmm. if you can truly get them to there then yeah go ahead and take that 29 day listing the other part of this that i think agents including ourselves are going to have to think about in the future is how do i just offer okay you you want to you want an ibuy offer you go get the Zillow one, go get that one. Mm -hmm. But here's mine too. Well, yeah, they're saying there's there in the article. It was talking about actually agents if they don't sell it, offering to buy the home. Right. You've always heard the, you know, there's a lot of people that run those radio ads like I'll buy your home. Yeah. Right. I I think there's something hmm. to that by saying I've got an offer for you, or I have a pool of investors right here. Right. right? It's the local approach. It's the same thing. Right. Here's my pool of investors now. What I do like about the iBuyers is those local investors who have always just cleaned up over the years, they better sharpen their pencil and not rip people off. Oh, because well, this is up in the game for those for those flippers. There's there's lots of things that are going to be happening in my mind to the investor community. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, you're 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 going to have to do a lot more in my mind, but you're also, yeah, I think I think the whole that whole industry is going to change dramatically because this time I mean, around. I mean, think about this. You have three you know, siblings that were left the house, right? You got all three different. Well, but everybody wants to get invest. Everyone, I want to flip a house. Like, no, but they do, they really don't want the house. They don't want to flip it type right. of thing, and they definitely want to get rid of it. Yeah, you're gonna have one of those. You know, maybe you have one person that's local. Yeah, they talk to the local investor. Right, I got the number. The other two people are gonna be like, "Well, uh, hold on there, Jimmy. I went on Zillow. I've got an instant offer right Jimmy? here, and and you know There's the other one Jimmy. says to Jimmy, you know, I've I've got the Redfin offer." And so now they've got three data points. And if the local guy is just like, hey, they need to sell. I'm trying to just get it. He's going to be out if Zillow and Red Door are offering. And oh, by the way, they're going to close in like You mean the agent's going to be out. The agent will be out, you mean. No, no, no. I'm talking about the flipper perspective. So the, he, so the, so the flipper, so somebody knows the a flipper. flipper. The local flipper, flipper could knows. be out because they're trying to. Right. Really, they've been they've had no competition is my point. Well, there's actually I amongst the, uh, each other. Yes, there's plenty of competition out right. there for sure. But they don't have the competition of until now. These no. I buyers. Yeah. Where they're where they're literally having to 
bring their price up because sometimes they're buying it for five percent less than market value. What flippers you know buy for less for five yeah, well, percent less than that, market value? but that's but that's a whole and that's a whole other story too because there are plenty of flippers that are just stupid enough to, to do that because they're fine making four thousand dollars on a flip. Yep. I'm sorry, like that's not a business plan. But again, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But um, yeah, no, I, I I think they will. But I think that in all honesty, if you if you're an investor and you really are are smart, like you should also you I don't know you can't. Oh lord, it's just it's like you can't just start upping your numbers just because like Zillow is ready to up their number either. You know? No, but but what I'm what my point is, your margins are getting shrunk. For sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see though what actually happens to these homes on the flip side. Like yeah. that will be super telling because, um, it the I, I gosh, there's so many there's so many things that could happen there, especially in this, especially if it's a home that needs a lot of work. I mean, but. and here here and this is what we're talking about here: agents being able to offer this as a hey, I've got the investors here locally. This is a pool of investors. Here's your offer. It's good for 14 days, 20 right. days, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, open door. This is this is a great line here in this article um, at Inman Connect New York somebody mentioned Open Door's worst nightmare was 160,000 Keller William agents in people's living rooms waving around an iBuyer brochure saying oh yeah we can do that too right like listen iBuyers aren't going away Mm -mm. but I do think the agents are going to have a big part of where that goes in the future I don't think everybody's going to last and I don't think Zillow's going anywhere so if you're open door, these other ones, you better start thinking about what your value add is besides a quick sale. All right, moving on to racket number three, a company that certainly couldn't figure out what their value was to the consumer might be out of the American market altogether if things start trending this way. Purple Bricks, not only executives are leaving, but their, their stock just went down 39 is it a racket to think that the discount brokerage model like Purple Bricks is on its way out as the market shifts? Well, it's super interesting because if you read the article, they've they've gone from charging like $2,000 for a listing now up to $6,000 because they know that it doesn't work. Yeah, so it, they know the model is not working. There's no way to sustain it. So now they're upping their costs, which again, it is sort of contradictory of why the company even started. This worked well in Europe, Purple Bricks, where the average commission is like between 1% and 2%. But when you come over here to America and are a little bit arrogant and are a little bit like our model just works, like we don't have to change it. And let's just look at the numbers that you referenced. They came in at $3,200. List with us, $3,200. You don't have to pay fees, this and that. But then they increased it to 3600 Now when consumers search their website, what do they see? They see that in Vegas it's $4,950. They see that in Las Vegas, or that's in Las Vegas. They see that in Queens, it's 5950 They see that in Manhattan, it's 8950 So we came into the market, we came in running radio ads and online ads saying, $3,200 list with us. It'll be, it'll be done. Yeah. And then you actually go to sign up and it's a lot more than that yeah. because it wasn't sustainable. You Never. can't offer somebody great professional photography, great service, 
like automatic response time for 3200 bucks. You can't do it. No. Well, and you can't get enough people I think that are going to buy into it as well. I don't know. It's just it's very interesting to see. And again, that was rapid. That was just 2018. They upped their prices that much. A month ago there was news Purple Brick said and it referenced it in this article. This is from the com that they were changing their business model in America to something more traditional. Here's a prediction for you. You can run this one back if you missed out on, on investing in the Zillow stock like I told you guys to do a few months ago. Purple Bricks will be out of the American market in two or three years max. They will be out. They will be done. The market is going down. Right. Okay. What's well, going to wash everyone down. out? Agents, companies, all sorts of stuff. Every time the market goes down, the discount brokers, for the most part, get wiped out. Because when the market's down and there's, think about it. If, okay, there's 20 buyers and there's one home available, then yeah, Purple Bricks will work fine because I'll pay the lowest amount because one of the 20 people is going to buy it. In fact, I don't even need Purple Bricks. I could probably Fizbo. put a for sale by owner yeah. sign in. Right. But when you've got 20 homes and one buyer and you really need to sell, you're not taking the discount approach. You're looking for a professional that can put you in the best position to be the needle in the haystack, to be the one person that actually gets their home sold. Purple Bricks doesn't right now put you in that position. And they certainly don't have a clear plan. They're going through some executive shuffling, uh, stock down 40%. Right. They don't have a clear plan that gets you there today. So they're just a complete racket right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Is that your opinion? That's my what opinion. What do you think? I, yeah. Nicole, you did a good job today. I tried. You know? I wanted to talk about bathtubs and laundry rooms, but. You want to get in that? You want to do a bonus racket? Nope. We'll wait no. for next week. We're I got vetoed. It? We'll save it. We can talk about bathrooms you, and laundry rooms next week. You better hope there's not a big uh, <laughs> news week in real estate this week. I always to get mix that realtor mag article I just wanted to talk in. about, you know, building homes and real estate stuff we're, we're gonna mix this is real estate stuff <laughs> we're gonna mix in um what's better the clawfoot tub or the jacuzzi tub next uh, week on the real world that's not at all what we're gonna talk about but all right keep it real guys we'll see you next week keep thank it real. you keep it real keep it real